Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, in which we're going to talk about sales today and sales enablement with Albert Rie, who is the Director of Product Marketing at SalesLoft. Welcome, Albert. Can you introduce yourself? Hey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Albert Rhee. I'm based in Atlanta, working at SalesLoft for the past uh, about four years, and I'm part of the product marketing team here. Cool. So um, SalesLoft, what, what does SalesLoft do? You know, for some listeners that might not know what, you, what you're doing, they might have heard the name, but might not be familiar with sales enablement. But could you give an overview of what SalesLoft actually is and what, what you guys do? Yeah, so the for SalesLoft, I guess that the technology category that we're most uh, familiarly associated with is sales engagement. Um, and to put it quite, quite simply, like we help sales teams create more pipeline, and then we help them drive that pipeline to close so they can hit their number. Uh, and we do that through what we like to call like a signal to action engine. Um, we consider it like a platform where signals come in. And reps are actually able to take action on those signals to drive deals forward or build more pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you think about signals, you think about like buyer behavior, are they visiting your website? Are they opening your emails? Are they forwarding them? Are they clicking on links? Um, you also have like conversation transcripts of like recorded calls or recorded virtual meetings, you know, keywords and objections that might come up um, in those conversations and taking all of that information and analyzing and synthesizing it so your reps can take the next best action um, depending on like, you know, what sort of what the analysis uh, output is. So, you know, whether you get like a new hot lead person is showing a ton of buying intent um, or maybe a deal is showing signs of stalling, like it's been stuck in a certain deal stage for X amount of days or you haven't gotten any sort of contact with your stakeholders in X amount of days or maybe you don't have any VP level involvement on a deal yet, and it's going to see that as a risk. Um, the, what the platform does is actually takes all of those signals, surfaces them to the rep, um, so they know what to do, and also have the tools in the platform to actually take action and do something about it. Because uh, we are a platform, again, signal to action. The action is probably a really, really key part of that, where a rep can you know, make a call, make an email, um, set up a meeting, um, you know, connect on social, all the one-to-one conversations that can happen between a buyer and a seller can be facilitated through sales loft. So it helps them not only know what to do, but actually do the thing in the platform. Cool. That sounds, sounds amazing because um, from what I'm seeing in B2B and B2B sales, the well, most important tool or software platform that, that reps use still is the CRM. So mm-hmm. that could be uh, and it, like a Salesforce uh, or Microsoft Dynamics. But in essence, this is just a an automated Rolodex, right? So it's I, I don't even think uh, that CRM was invented for salespeople. It was actually invented <laughs> accountants, you know, they, they to, to, uh... hit, to, to get in, insights into numbers and calculate stuff, et cetera. But it, in, in essence, a CRM is a very reactive system. It's yes. garbage in, garbage out. And would it be right if I would say that SalesLoft actually makes proactive uh, use of those signals and proactively uses or gives advice to sales reps to actively do something? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's a common kind of misconception that we have that, like, when we talk about SalesLoft, a lot of people say, oh, we already have a CRM. 
Um, and there's like a, you know, there, there's definitely a difference between the two. And we actually think like Salesloft and CRM work better together when they, cause like we integrate with all the major uh, CRM providers. So we think it's an important integration cause like there is a lot of really good and valuable data within CRM. It's a matter of taking that data, um, actually connecting it with all of the one-to-one conversations you're having between buyers and sellers, taking that critically valuable data, marrying them together so you can have that proactive engine. So you can have that um, actual use of all that critical data and extract the value from it. So your reps like know what to do and how to drive deals forward. Um, and you know, even if they are the most amazing rep, the your biggest rockstar rep, we're all human. And we all have the possibility to drop balls and we have so many in the air. And particularly at this time of year, Q4, economy is kind of rocky. It's so much easier to have a ball drop because you have so many things going on at once. You're trying to juggle so many different risk mitigations that having something in your back pocket that's helping guide you, helping you kind of see in your blind spots uh, can be hugely, hugely valuable to you know ensuring whether or not you hit your number at the end of the quarter. Cool. So this sounds all so very recognizable. You know, we're all people. We all forget stuff. You need to to, to have some help there. And, and sales engagement platforms like Salesloft can help you there. So what kind of results are you seeing with companies and sales reps that actually start using Salesloft? Yeah, I mean, we, we've been fortunate to have some amazing customers that also um, have, uh, you know, gotten some amazing results um, utilizing Salesloft. Uh, so some of our customers have talked about like having 2.5x faster deal cycles. I think at this time of year, when we're getting so close to the end of uh, Q4 and then the, the, the fiscal year, um, yeah, that's that could be hugely valuable in terms of making or missing uh, your number. We've also seen people with like 30% higher close rates. Um, we just did a recent, um, uh, what's it called, a, a, a TEI with Forrester that showed you know 750,000 in tech stack savings by consolidating into like a full sales engagement platform. Um, other results we've seen is like 60% higher conversion from response to an actual opportunity being generated. Because uh, I think we all know having more at-bats, especially in this economy, um, that's going to give your sales team even more opportunity to succeed. Absolutely. So the prediction that I'm making here is that every company that has at least, let's say, 20 sales reps is going to invest in this kind of platform. Like sales engagement is something you're going to have to invest in. Um, some some companies just don't know that yet, but they'll probably find that out in 2023. So um, talking about 2023, what's what's your um, view on the economic outlook? Because I, from what I'm hearing from the best salespeople um, that I that I talk to, is like they they see a lot of budget freezes, um, some kind of uh, well, there's there's some some. Bad, uh, bad signs in the economy, a recession might come up, et cetera. So what's your your view on that? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I wish I had a crystal ball that I could like pull out and uh, give an answer for this one. Um, but I do see like, you know, the the economic downturn that we're kind of experiencing right now um, is going to, you know, drag into 2023. Um, and one of my favorite uh, sales leaders in, in Sales Loft, he recently said, um, just make sure you don't use uh, last year's strategy on this year's economy, um, which I think is really poignant. Because like, I think when you get into something new, when you get into like, a tougher times, you can't keep doing the same thing um, or else you're going to fall on hard times, even harder times than what the economy is kind of forcing us all into. I think 
at the end of the day, like the economy is going to be tough for a, you know a period of time. I, I, I wish I knew how long, um, and it's going to force teams to do more with less. Um, I think we've already seen in the tech industry. Um, there's a lot of reduction in forces. I think a lot of sales teams are starting to see like budget cuts, um, and that's going to impact both like the tools that you have, like what are they actually going to continue investing in, and the teammates you have available. How much like how many teammates you have? What kind of bandwidth do they have? Um, and it's going to force people to be really really critical about not just like where do they spend their time, but where do they spend money on their tech, and then how do they keep investing in their team. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can you do, how can you like focus on all three of those things, like tech team and time and make the most out of all three of them. Um, and I think the, the leaders and the sales leaders and the sales teams that focus on those things and help their teams do better, uh, and get more out of all three of those are, are going to be the ones that succeed. Absolutely. So talking about those teams and cooperation between the teams, sales and marketing, um, how does sales engagement software or how does SalesLoft help to improve that, let's say, cooperation that, or mm-hmm. improve marketing and sales alignment? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Because um, there's always kind of like that, like, you know, healthy tension between marketing and sales of like marketing generating leads, uh, passing over to, to sales. Uh, and there's, you know, there's always that, that tension between of like, are these actually good leads? And like, and then marketing is like, are you actually following up on those leads? So there's always, you know, kind of that back and forth, um, which is actually uh, sometimes it's a healthy thing to do. Because I think we're all challenging ourselves to get better. Um, and it's all for the betterment of the business. So um, specific to sales loft. Um, for our platform, um, when we think about marketing and sales alignment, um, one of the great ways to do that is to make sure, like you know, the integration between marketing automation, between your CRM, and between your sales engagement platform are all aligned, and that there's a strategy behind there that you've thought through the process of how does you know a lead going through the funnel go from you know how does it connect from marketing automation to CRM to sales engagement. And at SalesLoft, we consider all three of those like day one technology. If you're starting like a revenue team with like sales and marketing and CS, you want CRM, marketing automation, and sales engagement. I think those are three critical pieces um, because it does help align marketing and sales on like a common data system, um, which is like your CRM. And, you know, you joked about it being like made for accountants, but I also think it's made for sales leaders. You know, sales leaders gets tons of like, you know, like dashboards and analytics and they can kind of keep a pulse on their team of how they're doing mm-hmm. um, because all the data like, you know, typically resides there. Um, and being able to extract that data connected into your marketing automation system as well as your sales engagement system um, makes both of those things much more powerful, right? Uh, so when you're thinking about marketing and sales alignment, marketing is like heavily into marketing automation, um, you know, digital uh, advertising uh, website, trying to do a lot of like that kind of like inbound demand generation. Mm-hmm. Um, the fantastic thing about SalesLoft is it is super valuable. Uh, people, a lot of people think about it like as like outbound prospecting, but super valuable for inbound prospecting. I think people um, tend to undervalue how hard it is as an inbound rep to um, generate opportunities. People just think, oh, someone fills out a form, you take a demo request and you pass it over sales. Mm-hmm. It's never really that easy, right? I mean, like you get people ghosting you, you get people, um, you know, kind of like kicking the tires, you, you're trying to do qualification. I mean, their job is, you know, really, really difficult as well. And having a platform 
where you can have that kind of pleasant, persistent communication where you're, you know, reaching out through an email, from phone, from, you know, all the different digital channels is going to help you um, turn more of those like inbound leads into actual opportunities. Uh, because I do think persistence on the inbound side is critically important. Um, and a lot of marketing teams uh, sometimes will have like the inbound SDR team as part of uh, the marketing team just to make sure like the, the smooth transition from, um, you know, lead generation through some digital channel handed over to the SDR team um, is done kind of like in a very uh, process oriented manner. Um, but even beyond that, like outbound prospecting too, I think like once you have your prospects and you're going out and, you know, doing much more one-to-one -one communication, um, um, which hopefully with sales law, because it helps you do that at scale and it helps you, um, contact a lot more prospects in a shorter period of time without sacrificing um, personalization and having that kind of human personal touch um, that like there, there's a good strategy you can put in place where if you're doing outbound prospecting um, and maybe, you know, they tell you it's not the right time or it's kind of like a flat out no right now, you could put them into like a nurture cadence. And for us, a cadence is essentially just a sales playbook um, that you've kind of like pre-built to uh, you know, reach out to a specific audience or a specific persona or a specific industry. You can tailor it however you want, um, but it's a bunch of different touch points that you essentially map out to make sure that you are consistently following up on potential leads. Mm -hmm. And if someone you know, says maybe not now or you know, is kind of ghosting you, you can move them into a nurture cadence as opposed to a much more um, intensive outbound cadence. And what, you know, maybe they go through the nurture cadence and they're still not responding. That lead might be able to go back into marketing automation and go into more of a drip campaign. And then maybe that drip campaign turns them back into um, an interested customer, maybe two years down the line when that, you know, things change in their company. Um, and then that drip campaign turns them into a lead, which goes into inbound. So there's, there's a, you know, there's a thread you can make if you, you know, you know, pull out like the marketing and sales strategy and align them together to make sure that like, you know, inbound leads uh, can turn into potential like uh, nurtures, can turn into potential drip campaigns. So the whole idea is like, you know, it's getting tougher and tougher to sell and territory is getting smaller and smaller. You need to get more and more out of every single one of your leads. Like don't mm -hmm. let them slip through the cracks, you know, make sure you have a plan to like kind of continuously move them through the process until they flat out tell you, hey, no. Um, so you, you, you know, you have more at bats. I think a lot of us all just want more at bats. We want more opportunities. We have more opportunities to prove ourselves, have like success. And that's going to get us to, um, more sellers hit their number, uh, quarter after quarter. Absolutely. So you're bringing up some great points there because on those cadences, uh, mm -hmm. I don't even know if you're aware of this, but I think some someone at Salesloft shared it to me once, but you guys have a website on that, like the cadencebuilder.com. I don't know if you've ever seen that or... Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's actually a great, great tool to, well, illustrate how how these cadences work because you fill out some some data and it helps you to build that cadence um, uh, and and, you know, help you to prospect or to nurture or whatsoever, whatever you want to do with that cadence. So um, I love that one. Um, the other thing that that you also bring up here is the cooperation um, between marketing and sales, the integration between CRM, marketing automation, and sales engagement. Mm -hmm. um, that leads me to the question. That's a question actually that I get from a lot of marketers 
Um, it's like, hey, yeah, this is all nice, but where does marketing automation stop and where does sales engagement start? Because we can build uh, like flows in marketing automation as well. So how do they differ from the cadences that you have in sales loft? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, marketing automation is very much kind of a one-to-many approach, right? You have like a singular message um, that's likely going out to a larger audience. And you could have it segmented by, you know, however you want to segment by industry or by persona. Um, but largely, it's kind of one-to-many. Um, the sales loft approach is much more of a kind of a one-to-one uh, communication, but at scale. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to do it um, with like email templates, email snippets, um, you know, all the wonderful tools that marketing teams have always had, like dynamic fields, all that fun stuff in their email. Um, but being able to provide that to sellers to uh, kind of like draft up these emails, but like kind of add in a little bit of personalization so they know it's, you know, it's coming from directly from um, a representative from that company, as opposed to like maybe a generic inbox and bringing that personal touch and being able to drive uh, kind of outbound demand generation, right? Yeah. And also, I think the, the the handoff is a lot of times, like it depends on like the strategy that your sales and marketing team want to employ. But a common one that we see is like inbound um, SDRs will get leads handed off from marketing automation into sales loft. And then they'll they'll work those deals, or not those deals, sorry, those those um, kind of like hot leads or or interested prospects to make sure it actually turns into a meeting booked or a demo request or an actual opportunity generated. Um, and that's a very common use case of making sure marketing automation um, and, and sales engagement kind of aligned. And that's kind of like where that stops is like, oh, they've actually filled out a form or they've shown enough interest for it, for it to make sense for a rep to individually reach out um, personally and make a connection. I think that's a really good kind of junction point of like, when do you go from like one to many into a much more personalized one-to-one approach? Great, great. That answers the question uh, very clear. Um, the final question that I have here on this is because we're ending, we're, we're, we're heading towards the end of the podcast, um, but you um, mentioned that marketing automation and uh, sales loft integrate very well together. So do you have like standard native integrations into like say like Marketo or HubSpot or or any other platform? So we we don't I think the 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 pathway to make sure those are integrated is through the is via the CRM. Because mm-hmm. like the the integration between Mark like you know like Marketos and Pardots of the world into CRM are like incredibly strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the sync between them is like been built out years over years. So we leverage that same integration and we have a super strong integration between SalesLoft and our CRM as well um, to make sure that all three of those platforms are sharing all the same data. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a way to make sure like the integration is there. It's got everything you need um, and it's all connecting back into your um, your system of record, your system of data. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's the the correct pathway to make sure all three systems are playing nicely together. Love it. Love it. So, Albert, thanks again for being on the podcast. I love the way you explained how, how sales love and how sales engagement works. Um, I'll share a link to your LinkedIn profile to the people in the show notes, um, as well as a, a link to SalesLoft website, of course. Um, and with that, I'd like to well, end the session. And thank you very much for being on the show, Albert. 
Absolutely. It's been a pleasure having me here. Uh, a pleasure being on the show. Uh, I really appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.